Hi everybody, Greg Russ and Andrew Van Leeuwen with you from speedcafe.com for the next edition of the KTM Summer Grill. For this one, we are coming to you from Triple Eight Race Engineering, the headquarters of Red Bull Ampol Racing, joined by the boss who's getting heckled by Tony Quinn in the background, <laughs> I should point out too. Jamie Wincup, welcome. Thank you boys. Pleased to be us, on the show. It's great to have you with us um, again. You were with us last summer too, which is terrific. Um, can we get a report card on the year that was? And endurance <laughs> races were highlights, but what about missing out on the championship? Yeah, of course. It's a, uh, what is it, a B plus, B plus, <laughs> maybe an A. Hey, certainly not a bad year. <laughs> we finished second and third in the championship. Won the probably the two biggest races of the year as well, Sandown and Bathurst. But um, yeah, it was pretty disappointing, you know, not getting the, the drivers' championship, all the teams' championships Sunday night. I mean, went to the Gala Awards Monday night and asked the waitress to get rid of all the knives, you know, <laughs> just to keep it safe, you know, just so no one hurt themselves. Um, you know, poor TQ, he had to untick a few few options on his new boat that he's, he's, he's getting. I had to go home and try to explain to the, the daughter how I'm going to be stuck on seven and one for another 12 months. months. I, would, I would have thought with bonus payments, he would have been saving some money if you don't win the championship. <laughs> it's probably better for him. <laughs> It is actually true, but uh, no, 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 all in all, hey, we were disappointed, but it's, it's been a fantastic year. You know, we're both talking in the lead up to this, uh, um, by nature, this is a competitive environment, ultra competitive people, business people, you name it. Are you good losers in that regard? No, we're not, we're not. We put, obviously put on a brave face, and yeah. of course, um, sometimes you just lose because you, you, didn't, you didn't do a good enough job, and, mm -hmm. and while that's the case this year, um, we, we, we saw a team that wanted it more than we did, you know. Um, Shane went over to the US, had a fantastic run in, in, the, in, his, in the NASCAR, and he, his head was overseas, you know what I mean? That's, that's what his, his focus was, where you've got a guy in Brody Kostecki and even Barry and Betty, they're trying to win their first championship. So mm. they, uh, they probably wanted it more than we did. Um, we're a bigger team, we probably had more, we've got more people, more resource. We, you know, absolutely, we, we feel like we deserved it, but, um, but we got beaten by, uh, you know, a group of people that wanted it more, and it's good that the the physics of competition, you know, did played its part, uh, and yeah. the person that wanted it the most ended up getting it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting though because we sort of talk about the fact that it wasn't, you know, Shane's best year. But if it hadn't been for the ice box in Newcastle, he would have gone into Adelaide with a points lead, which yeah, is quite yeah. remarkable, really. I mean. Yeah. Do you want to reflect on that at all? <laughs> you sort of go, well, we really shouldn't, have, you know, how costly was that? I mean, the, um, the gear shift tower at Bathurst for the team's championship, like yeah. there's a couple of big ticket items that pretty much made the difference at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. They're mistakes, mistakes. Yeah. So, uh, gee, it's a classic of Marnie Ed Ball should be my uncle sort of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If this mm. didn't happen, that, rah, rah. So we, we take... The responsibility of the, the cool box that was devastating to come out and be first and second in the first race of the year with a new new product and then that to be stripped we thought we're hardly done by but at the same time we've got we've got control over everything trying to do too much for the category really and not focus on our own our own backyard our own house so um anyway we learned from that we'll move hmm. on um the gear tower yeah once again we made an error there as well we'll, we'll learn from that but um we probably weren't quick enough you know, their, mm. their qualifying pace was exceptional. Um, the best best strategy in racing is to have a fast race car, and they uh, they had a very fast race car on many occasions. So once again, it uh, it's same as 
2010, you know, DJR, they, they wanted it more and they, they got it, mm. you know. Mm. Um, HSV back in 2007, Garth beat me by a couple of points in the championship. It's, um, it's those scenarios, you know. So you can't win them all. We certainly sh- strive to win them all. Um, as I said, we've won more than 50%. Of, uh, of the championships we've gone into, so we're not uh, we're not slitting our wrists. But um, next year's a different story. We want to make sure we, we get it back. History often shows when a new car is introduced to the sport. Sometimes you'll get a surprise starter to the championship, and then invariably they get mowed down. People get up to speed at different rates with the car and so on. A, were you surprised that that kind of didn't really happen to um, to Erebus? And B, do you look at them now as as genuine? You know, they won the title naturally, but 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 right up there with you guys for. Well, I think the I think the parity debate and mm. the fact that the, we're the homologation team, I think they played huge factors. We we had no that that basically took all the oxygen out of the mm-hmm. the engineering department to. Um, so we we had absolutely no time or scope to be able to improve the car behind us. Um, so. Yeah, no, it wasn't a surprise that we didn't, uh, we weren't being able to mow them down as far as qualifying pace went. Uh, race pace is very good all the mm. way through, but um, qualifying, yeah, we there was no oxygen there because we were trying to make sure that the, the product was, was you know, it's a fantastic product, but any product that you you take, you know, the only thing that's the same in this car from last year is like the transaxle. Mm. Really, mm. everything mm. else is brand new from scratch. So you're never going to build a brand new car and have absolutely no issues mm. uh, throughout the whole year. So we um, we had a responsibility to the to the category to make sure that the the product kept uh, kept evolving, and of course our responsibility as a GM homologation team, um, we we thought we were just signing up to to um, design the, the bodywork, um, help with the engine, and then go to an aero test, and that was in the story. But that saga went on for another mm. 12 months. So um, it is what it is. Well, we're, not, uh, we're not crying about it, but um, if I had my time again, I'd, I'd, I'd make a few changes for sure. Okay. Are you looking forward to, you know, obviously, as we sit here, the, the parity work is ongoing, there's cars in the States, all that sort of stuff yeah. uh, is happening. Are you looking forward to getting through that and now to focus on performance on your own team performance next season well we, we certainly hope that's the case yeah. so supercars have done a great job and said right i've had enough of this we're going world's best practice we're going to aero testing we're going to put the engines on avl dynos so hopefully that's that's the end of it mm. um it's not guaranteed though so, you know if uh, if supercar allowed too much noise to get in and they allow this chat uh, the, the squabble to go on for another 12 months and mm. that that could happen so hopefully we're like no 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 that's it Signed, sealed, delivered, get on with it. Um, any differences we see between the cars come Jan 1 next year, uh, it must be sporting if, mm-hmm. if, if we're happy with the technical parity side of things. Uh, and that will allow us to get back onto what we love doing, and that's just trying to make our race cars go fast. How do you feel, in, in a personal sense, on the managerial side this year? It feels like you've, you've grown to another level within this business. And then secondly, the co-driving side of it, the yeah. joy that you got from going back and, and doing that again, and maybe this is something you'll contemplate over a, a beer over the summer break. Yeah. Will you do it again? Yeah, no, thank, thanks for asking, Rusty. Yeah. Um, your first year out of full-time driving, that's that's the easy one. If you've, mm. you've got all this muscle memory, 
sugar-dollars experience. You get in after a few months off, you're actually, you feel crisp, you feel, you feel relaxed, you feel regenerated and, and off you go and you've got huge muscle memory and happy days. It's the second year that's hard work. You, you can't just rock up the second year and do a good job. So um, I worked pretty hard all year behind the, like obviously I'm managing this place and um, all sorts of life and everything else that's going on in my world, but I really want to do a good job. Um, so I was satisfied with my performance after Santa, quietly satisfied. Mm. I was there for the team, I was there for Brock, but um, when I go home and look myself in the mirror, I went, yeah, 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 no, you, you did all right, mate, you did all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to do it again, but there'll be a time where the workload outside of co-driving um, doesn't allow me to, to be a co-driver, and I don't want to be a half a co-driver. I don't just want to rock up and drive. I want to make sure I do a good job. So massive enjoy the experience, um, but my challenge is right here in this building where um, most supercar teams are 20, 25 people. Um, we're a group of we're 65 people here. We, we race supercars, we race GT cars. We're a manufacturing facility. We're the Australasian distributor for AMG uh, parts, cars and, and racing. So um, there's a lot. This is a big, big organisation. Um, I feel like I've learnt the business the last two years. Now it's time to really keep that trajectory going. Um, start looking down the road a little bit more. Get out of the trench, you know, maybe put mm -hmm. the shovel down because I've got this great management here. Put the shovel down and start looking forward and um, the possibilities are endless. You know, this, this, a, team of, a team of this potential in this country, that honestly, where we can go from here is, um, is absolutely endless. So that's my job to, to, get, uh, to get, get behind the wheel of the bus and off we go. Brock Feeney, it sort of felt in 2022 like it was a bit of a slow burn until we got to Adelaide and obviously yeah. got that win. But even there, Shane was a fair bit quicker than him. Yeah. This year, I feel like his, his evolution has been rapid. And, yeah. you know, maybe 12 months ago, if Shane was leaving the team, you'd be going, OK, this is not great. But I feel like you've got a team leader ready to go there in that kid. He is just so good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, when you're young, the learning curve is quite steep. Um, I play a bit of a fatherly figure. I don't want um, Brock to read too much of his own press and be, be pumped up too hard because we've seen how that goes pear-shaped really quickly. So, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm a, there with his parents, you know, trying to keep him level-headed. He is a very well level-headed kid. He yeah. comes from great, uh, great family. He's got really good morals and really good values as well, which is perfect for, mm. for, the, for this environment. Um, but no, I'm, I'm as excited as you are to see what's, what he's going to be able to do the next couple of years. I think, I think, I think, I think his wings will grow a bit bigger now mm. that SVG's moved on. Yeah. He, he, he's now he's only 21 or something, but he's yeah. now got to, got to show some experience. You know what I mean? And, mm. and be a bit of a bit of a leader and um, help the engineering team to, to point in the right direction. So I'm look, I'm really looking forward to see how he, he performs the next couple of years. How big now that he's he's sort of bound for the states is the is the loss and we've had during the course of, of chatting for the, the summer grill here someone referred to Will Brown like like the new Craig Lowndes in terms of his effervescence and his smile and so on yeah. he's coming to a different home here can that yeah. that aspect of him flourish yeah you know? as far as SVG goes it's, it's going to be a massive loss he's mm. been a superstar in our sport for, for a long time um, he's he, he raised he raised the game of driving standards you know um, 
hopefully hopefully I did a little bit of that in <laughs> my time, but then Scotty McLaughlin certainly did that, mm. and then SVG of late, um, you know, just to dominate like he did. I keep looking this way. Sorry, guys, that's his car in the back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, which you can't see. But yeah, he absolutely raised the game of um, of you know of driving here in this mm. country, which we massively thank him for, and um, he certainly helped Triple Eight become become the best they can as well. So he's going to be missed. But SVG, once again, middle of the year, he his focus was elsewhere. You mm. know what I mean? He mm. wanted to. All he wanted to do was go over. So um, it's definitely time for him to go, boom, new challenge. Mm. Um, Does that mean no Enduros? I mean, the goal would have been to try and keep him, if you could, for Bathurst. But that, I mean, it looks like such a massive schedule, but he's yeah, got on. We're keeping that open, but mm -hmm. as you say, if, mm. uh, if I take a guess right now, there's little to no chance he's going mm -hmm. to be back purely because of uh, his massive schedule going on. Um, but we've got a new recruit in, um, in Will Brown, you know, mm. superstar kid. Um, once again, great values, great morals, really suits um, the team environment. Um, gets along well with Brock also. Um, I'm, I've got them to both make a promise. I don't want to, I want to make sure it's not a, a, an Alonzo Hamilton scenario uh -huh. at McLaren back in yeah, two, yeah. 2 and 8 where they were just two kids at a similar age <laughs> just trying to yeah, kill each other and then yeah. get beaten by Ferrari. Yeah. Um, so no, 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 I, they've, they've both assured me that um, they're going to work together and try to, once again, there's 60 people in this building that don't mm. care which car wins as long mm. as it's uh, as long as it's one of ours. So um, no, I'm, I'm excited. You know, on paper it looks fantastic, but um, it's going to come down to managing the crew well and then um, you know empowering them to just go out there and have a have a, have a crack. So as you reference, the 97's over there. Yep. We call it the 97. Yeah. What are we calling it next year? Uh, the Triple Eight. To be confirmed. To be come confirmed. On. Well, gonna, <laughs> come on. We're gonna um, we're gonna try to make sure we launch well. You know, uh -huh. it feels it feels like a start of a new era next mm. year. So. Um, we're going to do something special for the launch, and part of that launch will be um, maybe a new number. We'll, maybe we'll, a new number. We'll, watch right. your space. We, we, uh, we can't do the wrong thing here when we, we, you've been very good to let us in and film today, but it looks like some new cars being built as well. What can you tell us in that regard? Yeah, both um, both drivers have new cars for next year. We're going to build one, but we it's nothing like driving a used car, so we didn't want to put uh, Will in. in Will Brown should be used to used cars. Yeah, he sells, yeah, he sells yeah, them for a living. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we wanted to give him the respect and go, mate, you're in a, you're in a brand new as yeah, well. Yeah. We wanted to welcome him and um, make sure he, he hit the ground running. So um, yeah, two new cars getting built for, for next year. TQ's going to, um, he's purchased SVG's car from Fantastic. this year. Um, he's going to take that to New Zealand and use it for ride days and, and things like that. So um, that's quite cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Look, so at the moment we're half built two new ones. Um, the mechanics are actually off today, so they, they've um, they've already started their holidays. They, they clock up a stupid amount of days in Luke, mm, you know, working mm. 13, 14 weekends of the year. It's a huge schedule. So um, big break over summer. First time I've had a break for a while because of the Gen 3 build last year and, and the design yeah. the year before. So um, hopefully they'll come back refreshed. Um, they'll get half built cars and then have a month to get them ready for the first test day. Looking at uh, the the series to come, 2024, with a, with a, an overview hat for for a second. We've had so much movement of drivers and things in the in the pit lane at the end of 23. Yeah. A condensed Tickford, for example. How, how competitive do you reckon next year on paper is going to oh, be? I, th I think it's great. We've still got an awesome yeah. product mm. in the Gen 3 product. Plus, as you say, there's all these movements between drivers, teams, engineers, the whole lot. So, no, it's the the package is fantastic. You know. Um, we'd love to be doing more rounds. Mm. There's obviously there's there's we feel like there's some missed opportunity here and there and all over the place, which um, which has been publicised. But um, we've still got a great product. We've still got Bathurst. Um, 
interesting to see how this uh, 12 hour Bathurst 500 mm -hmm. sort of week long festival, festival goes, will, yeah. will, will pan out. Um, <clears throat> so let's give that a go. I, I've spoke with a few people you talk to in the street, you know, they come up, oh, JRR. They're, uh, they're like, yeah, we're, we're interested in going to this week long festival. So it could draw a, a decent crowd. Um, so no, not looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. We'll see, see what we'll see. Awesome. Thank you very much for talking to us on this edition of the KTM Summer Grill. We wish Thank you the best for thank you, boys. The, uh, the Christmas break. There is a sign just over his shoulder that says, assume nothing, be consistent, think innovatively and have fun. That's a great way to wrap up this edition of the KTM Summer Grill here from the Triple Eight Race Headquarters. Make sure you tune back in speedcafe.com tomorrow to see who our next guest is. You could be a winner each episode of the Summer Grill. KTM are giving you the chance to win a bar stool, a mug, and this race-inspired clock as well. So there's more good reasons to tune in and hear from some of the stars of World Motorsport here as a part of the KTM Summer Grill. All you gotta do is click on the link below, fill in your details, and you could be in the running to win.